are now locked into Radio Juxtapose, the home of contemporary art and culture conversation. This is Radio Juxtapose. We're here. Radio Juxtapose. Radio Juxtapose. Did you, and you air guitared it. I did. I did. That was for you. Thank you. What a night. Yeah. It was a fun night. It was a great night. It was a great night. Last night was absolutely popping. To put it in context, the Juxtapose at 25 in black and white show opened last night here, the hotel of South Beach in Miami. And um, it was popping off. Yeah. Right to the very end, 11 o'clock. Boom, still bodies on that floor ready to move. Yeah. Uh, and the show looked great. Before we forget, shout out to Jacques Green because I really liked his set. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I really enjoyed it. And shout out to Booty Spoon for the music and for just being called Booty Spoon. And of course, shout out to Vans for all their help too because yeah. that was really helpful. They put together a lot of this stuff for us, so that was fantastic. But it was a great night. Uh, the best part, and I think you would agree. It was like 40 or 50 artists that were in the show that came by and hung out like the whole night, which is great. So tell us about the show then, just to contextualize that even further. What what was the show? We, we were trying to do this year, you know, you've been with us. It's like three stories of clubhouse stuff that mm-hmm. you know, Dave Sipniewski and I have kind of struggled with over the past couple of years putting it together. And I think this year was our 25th anniversary. We did the black and white book and I thought what a good idea it would be to ask a bunch of artists who've been on the cover or been featured or have been part of the family for 25 years, like what happens if you give everybody the same prompt, the same call to action? Do a black and white drawing, 11 by 17 at the largest. See what happens, see what people do. And it's amazing, it kind of looked like it works. It really worked. I, I, I like the I like the kind of the chaos. I like the fact that everyone utilized a different a different size. Absolutely. And that kind of freedom just made it all a little chaotic. It didn't feel too uniform, too gallery like. Yes. And yeah. And I, I like that idea of kind of pulling people in to keep them interested. What I was really curious about was if you do it, if you ask people to do it this way, sometimes you just get like a a morning sketch. Sometimes you get something that somebody worked on for a month. I mean, you look at that Connor Harrington piece and it's one of the most beautiful things I've ever seen. It's incredible. I was gonna ask you then, what stood out for you? Without, oh, are you man. allowed to? That's, a, that's also a good question. Like, are you allowed to, as a, as a curator, are you allowed to say what stood out for you? Or are you supposed to I think with this particular, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so professional. Uh, with this particular project, I think I liked every single piece because it was not something, it was so much up to the artist that I didn't necessarily, I didn't like open up a box and be like, I'm so disappointed in this. You know what I mean? But the Connor piece in particular, I really, really loved. Um, I think it's just such a such a nice work. Um, but I like the fact that I'm getting text messages from other, from other artists in the show being like, I'm next to this person, I'm next to this person. I mean, we've got Mark Ryden next to like a 21 year old artist. Leo, I, who's so- been on the podcast before. Like they're right next to each other. And like, that's the history of Juxtapose, you know? Like all in one spot. And I think it needs that, other than rather than just just being, here's your blockbuster. Right. Here's yeah. the guys that are running the show just now. It's like actually, look, there is there's up and comers. There's new talent out, out there, and I, I think that's what the especially with the the guys that you mentioned, the Void Projects team really kind of brought. They a, did a, a such a good. They the did such a good job. They they really 
I think Axel really was um, smart in getting everybody to do a piece because I had asked him, and then it was like, wait, 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 we should have everybody. These are all our friends, all the people we like. So, um, what it was also really cool, and it leads to the podcast that you're going to listen to in a second, is that Jean Julian, who's been with us the whole week, he's kind of a um, the featured artist of this project. He got into the mood and did the black and white sculpture piece, which I thought like was so good and so perfectly fit in with what we were doing um it's hard to try to tell the story of a magazine in over 25 years when some people have gone on to sell million dollar paintings you know and you're supposed to be the underground magazine that's carried this tradition of uh you know underground and you know outsider art but i think if you sort of put it all in one place and give everybody kind of the same directive you can pull it off and i think we pulled it off do you find it because juxtapose is you know it's uh it's it's got such a big platform it's established it's established media do you find it harder to to maintain that that idea of being you know keeping it underground uh we mean so many different things to so many different readerships who've come along at certain points the magazine's history like if you came in in 94 you're thinking pop surrealism and real underground comics if you came in in the mid 2000s you're thinking street art if you come in now you're thinking contemporary young painters it's really hard to maintain that sort of underground spirit because the, this art scene, all these art scenes are not underground anymore. Like, you, you, we're in this town. It's like a million people that are from, that's not underground anymore. So I think for us, it's just how do you, how do you tell the story of emerging and super established artists all in the same place without, uh, without it seeming uh, too distant from each other? And that's the way you do it. And that's why you stay kind of independent in the way that you approach what, we, I mean, what you do. Do you have to then step back and be like, you know, I can't just I can't just be what I'm interested in because I'm into young contemporary painters. That's what the magazine's going to be. Do you find it hard to kind of to maintain that balance? No, because that's why you hire really good people around you who have really good eyes as well. I don't know. I like it all. I mean, Barry McGee will always be my favorite artist because he was the reason why I got into all this stuff. So, and he's but somehow been able to establish himself in the graffiti kind of this hybrid graffiti street character into super, super fine art. And I, I think like if you could kind of, he encapsulates, he's not in the show, but he, he encapsulates so much of what I think about when I think about the way we want to do juxtapose. And so, I don't know, I don't feel, I feel like there's so much good stuff happening in every scene. It's like not really that hard to, to be really proud of the product we put together. You said something earlier just on that. I feel like I'm interviewing you. I know what happened. <laughs> what happened? Well, okay, Sorry, so we were I, just chatting, but now I'm interested. Just, just. I think the, I think the issue is that you know, we had to con- contextualize the show that I've worked on the last two months. That's yeah, why you're interviewing. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, you said that, you know, this stuff just isn't underground. Look at Street Art. Look at Winwood. You know, it's it's global. It's huge. So, what do you think is underground at the moment in art? Oh, wow. That's a, oh, man, that's a great question. Um, I think that there's a new generation of artists who are kind of tapping into that almost, that sort of zap comics aesthetic again. Uh, you're, I think that I'm seeing a little bit more in Los Angeles and Brooklyn in uh, recent years. Um, that people like Sick Kid um, is one in particular that I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about Anna Park and certain, you know, who we've talked to before, like the certain kind of leaning like leaning in a little bit to that the kind of original spirit of uh outsider kind of comic art almost or or fine art 
uh, in Anna's case. Um, so that's the kind of stuff that I'm thinking is is underground and starting to emerge again, like this kind of re reappreciation of that uh, 60s, 70s, and 80s poster and psych psychedelic art movements. Do you think that's why Anna is carrying so much traction at the moment? Man, we were talking about this this morning. Yeah. So many people asked about that piece. And um, yeah, I think she has just like a little bit, this like original flavor right now uh, that people really, really like. Um, I think part of it is because people can relate to the images that she's using and these kind of distortions of like your sort of your what did she call it the edge of fuckery I think is what she called it yeah um, which is I think one of the best turns of phrase uh, we've so, had on the pod so brilliant on the podcast 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 um, we've, so we've got we've had previous meetings here about, about <laughs> the pod has definitely split the crowd I think it's mainly wait, Evan driving, wait, let me, let, driving it. Yeah, I like using the word pod. It sounds ridiculous. It into me. My, my girlfriend's just called me out on the street the other day about she stopped calling a pod. Yeah, yeah. I can't do this anymore. Um, for funny. you, you've been here for 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> I am Miami now. I am fully. I've been here for, I've been here for two weeks. And Is I've it two not, weeks, really? I've not, oh my been God. In, I've not been in the pool. I've not been in the beach. Nothing. Yeah, it's going to change. I love it. I, I think this is probably, and I say this every time, I think this might be my my favorite time. I think probably because I've drank a lot less than I have done in previous We've actually been pretty pro on this trip so <laughs> far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This so is far. probably the most professional I've ever been. But it, my stuff looks better now. <laughs> but since we're, since we're interviewing each other, you got to spend a lot of time with Jean Julien the last couple of days yeah, uh, yeah. doing some video work with him. Um, what have you enjoyed kind of spending time with him this week? Because I've spent time with him in the past, but it's kind of cool that you guys are been doing some stuff. Yeah, I mean, he's it's uh, most, you could just, he's like, it's, it's funny within this scene, you get those moments where it's just like, you know, you'll never meet someone. And then it's like, oh, it's just catching up with an old friend. Yeah. And it, there's something about this little art bubble that contains all that, which is why I think Miami in particular, the end of the year is such a popular wrap up, you know, even if you're not doing something here or if you've got, you know, some piece in a, in a show, you'll still make the effort to come over here. Uh, sorry, that's, you can hear Jay-Z coming in uh, in the background in his helicopter. S seriously. Um, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> like I almost got hit by a Ferrari last night. I kind of wanted to. Yeah, you're like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to. Actually, you and I both almost got hit by that Ferrari. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Okay. It's absolutely mad. <laughs> It's that family vibe that you seem to get out here. And yeah, it was really cool hanging out with John. And, and the thing is, you know, every time we were sitting there after, I was like, oh man, I wish I had a mic on this. I know. Uh, it's just, it's, that's the, the most frustrating thing where you have to just be like, here's the interview. And you're like, I want to just keep this going. Cause you know, it's such an, such an interesting guy. We really, really. And I think that maybe comes from this side of journalism that he had an interest yeah, in before. Yeah, good call. Where he, he, he looks at things in a very sort of, it's like very kind of factual, but also very French. Yeah. French way of looking at it. Uh, and he's a, he's a low key stylish dude. But he's, he's very stylish, but he, he, he <laughs> but uh, he also has a little, he, like, his time in London, he got a little of that British sense of humor too. Yeah, I love, I, and I love it because we, you do it all the time when we talk on on this, and you'll be like, uh, you'll say mate, or or you'll say, oh that was shite, or something like that, and it's like, I know you don't say that. And with him, he's got like he's got this like French in it that comes yeah, out, and it's yeah. like uh, yeah, yeah. you can tell that my, the man's lived in London. You uh, know what's cool though about him, like last night at the opening, was that he he was there with his. 
gallery that represents it or a gallery that shows him in Tokyo, gallery that shows him in Brussels, gallery that shows him in the United States in San Francisco. And it, it kind of like I, I for a second as I went and snuck a cigarette with him, um, I was like, oh, this kind of encapsulates what we're, we're trying to do with Juxtapose. Just like this international but friendly family kind of hangout zone, which I was like, oh, this is so perfect. This is exactly why we do this project, why we do the podcast. It's just this kind of intimate moments because that's basically what you don't get with uh, some of this art world stuff in general. So I don't know. I was pretty happy with that. And I also just want to say like, shout out to every single one of you guys because this is our we've done this for a year now this is one year one year and um and, and it's amazing you know people are coming up at shows saying you know oh it's like you know i've never met you but it's like i know you because i listen to you and stuff like that and Wait, that's cool it's cool well, to know that people are listening what about the guy who heard us talking and walked up and was like wait are you guys to do yeah, that yeah he heard the voice and that was Eddie was I mean, it was, like, it, was oh, du- it was definitely Doug's voice. I know, so that. Got, yeah. I know that accent. Yeah, it was <laughs> good. Like, yeah, that was a that was kind of a good one. And he was somebody that was not like uh, an artist. Yeah, yeah. So it was like someone just like a listener. It was cool. Yeah, um, no, I, I absolutely love that. So you know, thank you for sticking with us as we figure out our and we got a bunch technical setups we, and our sound and everything. And like we got we got a bunch. There, baby. We, we a, are getting there. We got a bunch of pods <laughs> coming up this week. Cool. So once again, shout out everyone that sponsored us to make this happen uh, shout out to vans to winwood walls and the goldman family for letting us take over their hotel for the week because we're definitely taking over this hotel we are I'm yeah just gonna, just gonna... <laughs> what, is, what is this this is just how i sit now are you hot no it's just how i sit with my uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, uh for you listeners uh doug is very happy with his new vans yes uh it's like i'm wearing ferraris on my feet that's probably not a, an endorsement they want, <laughs> but it's one you're getting. <laughs> uh, so episodes. stay tuned, listen to the Jean-Julien conversation. Doug is going to, I don't know what he's going to do now. Go. Cool. Bye. Bye. <laughs>